Let us pray. Have mercy on me, God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Psalm chapter 51, verse 1. Heavenly Father, you are holy and mighty to save. You redeem the broken and give the sinner new dignity as a saint. Thank you for looking upon me with mercy. Undoubtedly, I sinned and fell short of your glory, but you extended mercy to me and enveloped me with your love and your kindness. You took my sins away as far as the east is from the west to be remembered no more. Now, your Spirit indwells me and guides me through the path of righteousness, and I behold your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of Scripture through Pray.com's podcast, The Heartbeat of Faith with Dr. Andrew Farley. Out of all the psalms refrained from the voice of David, this is perhaps the saddest. But on the other side of anguish and shame are comfort and love. David experienced that, and so can you. His voice echoed through the chambers as David sang, Have mercy on me, O my God, because of your faithful love. No sin is too hideous or beyond God's forgiveness. Hi, I'm Dr. Andrew Farley, and welcome to another episode of The Heartbeat of Faith. This past week has been dedicated to prayer. We're looking at powerful prayers and the transformed lives of those who uttered them. Today, we look at a famous prayer uttered by King David when he was at his lowest. We all stumble and fall, but very few have slipped like King David. The anointed king of God had many highs in his life. He slew giants, toppled tyrants, and brought a small nation into prominence. But for all his victories, he also had many failures. In a moment of weakness, he took another man's wife, Bathsheba, and got her pregnant. If that weren't bad enough, he killed her husband, Uriah, to hide his sins. David thought he had gotten away with it and was content to marry Bathsheba to cover up his failures. But God saw his hideous sins and sent the prophet Nathan to confront him. You are that man, Nathan yelled, pointing his finger at the king. God has anointed you to be king over Israel. He delivered you out of the hand of Saul. He has blessed you with riches beyond your wildest dreams. Not only do you have a wife, but you have three. And yet you strike down Uriah for his. David's soul began to crumble as Nathan spoke for God. Yet he said nothing. Nathan continued and said, Thus says the Lord, The sword shall not leave your household. There will be strife in your household and war among your children. David wept on the floor before Nathan. <laughs> Sobbing filled the room as David wailed before God on his knees. David put his hands over his face and whispered, I have sinned against you, my God. 
We can all look back at our lives and appreciate when we didn't get away with certain things. Sometimes getting caught is the best thing for us. It shakes us up and forces us to deal with the harsh consequences. David wasn't exempt from the harsh reality of sin. He had to wrestle with severe consequences as the child he and Bathsheba conceived passed shortly after birth. Nathan looked down at David, grieved over what he was about to say. David, the child that has just been born will pass away, but God will restore you. He will not leave you. David continued to lie on the ground, sobbing. Nathan left the room and allowed David to weep before his God. After this, as had happened with many children in those days, the infant became sick. David sat before God in silence. He fasted. He prayed. He sought God intently for seven days on behalf of his newborn son. However, the sickness claimed him, and the child passed after a week. David was alone in a dark room where he often prayed to God. Tears had dried on his face and his body was trembling from lack of food and water. David could hear murmurs from some of his servants behind him. Still looking forward, David asked, Is my son dead? The servants were silent for a moment and said, Yes, he is dead. Brokenness and Despair These are emotions David was all too familiar with. Many of God's mightiest heroes experienced profound tragedy and loss. Joseph had to deal with the consequences of his pride. And Moses wasn't allowed to enter the promised land because of his anger. Another example is Jonah, who disobeyed God's command to preach to the people of Nineveh and fled on a ship instead. God sent a storm that threatened to sink the boat, and Jonah eventually confessed his disobedience and was thrown overboard where a giant fish swallowed him. From the belly of the beast, Jonah expressed his repentance. Jonah awoke in darkness. He could barely move and could see nothing around him. The stench of rotting fish and stomach acid filled his nostrils. He could hear nothing but his own panicked breathing. For hours he lamented his own undoing. He tried to escape with no success. He was trapped in an underwater tomb. Hours passed, then a day. Hunger and thirst consumed him, and he could feel his joints beginning to cramp in place. Yet there was this peace that Jonah felt during the second day. Surrounded by darkness, Jonah began to feel the presence of God. Joy welled up inside Jonah, and he began to sing to the Lord. I called to God in my time of need, and he answered me. From the belly of the grave I cried, and he heard. You cast me into the depths, O Lord. You threw me into the heart of the seas, and your waves crashed over me. I am driven away from you but I will set my eyes upon your temple. The waters have closed in to kill me. The deep has surrounded me. The weeds are wrapping around my neck. Yet I will praise and give thanks to you, my God. 
God's heroes were not immune to consequences. David had to face his failures. After mourning his loss, David repented before the Lord. He poured his soul out to God and wrote a heart-wrenching psalm. David stood up, washed himself, and changed his clothes. He worshipped God into the night, singing a song of brokenness and praise. His voice echoed through the chambers as David sang, Have mercy on me, O my God, because of your faithful love. Because of your abundant mercy, cover my sins. Wash me, cleanse me from all that keeps me from you. David played his harp as he once did in the hills of Bethlehem. Slowly his heart began to grow warm from God's presence. Psalm 51 was written out of grief and despair. David felt the weight of his sin, but he knew the Lord was merciful and sought restoration. Out of all the psalms refrained from the voice of David, this is perhaps the saddest. But on the other side of anguish and shame are comfort and restoration. Listen to the words of Psalm 51 about God's mercy. Have mercy on me, God, according to your loving kindness. According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions. My sin is constantly before me. Against you and you only I have sinned and done that which is evil in your sight, so you may be proved right when you speak, and justified when you judge. Behold, I was born in iniquity. My mother conceived me in sin. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts. You teach me wisdom in the inmost place. Purify me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness, that the bones which you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Don't throw me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Uphold me with a willing spirit. Psalm 51, 1-12 through 12. David experienced the consequences of his sin with Bathsheba, including the loss of their child. Sin has consequences. However, in the New Covenant, we have the incredible news that Jesus has taken upon himself all punishment for our sins. The wages of sin is death, but Jesus died leaving no wages left for you to pay. While you may still face earthly consequences for your actions, you can find comfort in knowing that God is not hurling punishment in your direction, ever. No, you are forever reconciled to God and at perfect peace with Him. In the Old Testament, we see David expressing his deep awareness of his transgressions and his longing for purification and renewal. However, as New Covenant believers, we have something even better than David ever experienced. 
Through the cross and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we've been perfectly forgiven and cleansed of all our sins. We don't need to constantly dwell on our past mistakes or fear being separated from God's presence. No, we can rejoice in the joy and gladness that comes from knowing we've been made new in Christ. Our hearts have been made clean, and we've been filled with the Holy Spirit who will never leave us. We can confidently stand in the joy of our salvation, knowing we have total forgiveness of all our sins, a new heart, a new spirit, and God's Spirit living in us forever. Truly, we as New Testament believers have experienced God's mercy and grace to the fullest. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. Follow the podcast so you can learn the Bible in this entertaining and inspiring way. And don't forget to leave a review. Also, download the Pray.com app, and for more encouragement in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org.